0: Today on CityCast Philly, every time I see that John Morgan billboard around Philadelphia, I get so pissed off. The misuse of that word is really getting out of hand, y'all. So before you head off to your Thanksgiving dinner next week, where maybe some family members from out of town will misuse that word like John Morgan does, we're revisiting our conversation from August about the word's roots with a guy who studied regional accents in African-American English. It's Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. I'm Trinae Noury, and this John is CityCast Philly. Dr. Taylor Jones is a linguist who's got a Ph.D. from the University of Pennsylvania on regional accents in African-American English. Welcome to CityCast.
1: Thank you, happy to be here.
0: Dr. Jones, why do I get annoyed by the overuse of John in Philly? Like, it's right <laughs> here, it, um, I have a Starbucks cup and it's on my cup that's like Philly and then it's like this little word, John. And it just makes me cringe, why, why does this happen?
1: Oh yeah, um, <laughs> first of all, I just wanna say your feelings there are valid. They may not be shared by everyone in Philadelphia, uh, but they're definitely valid. Thank you. <laughs> um, so with respects to John, it is something that has become what linguists sometimes refer to as unregistered, which means that it's a word that exists in a, in a particular place at a particular time, but people become really hyper aware of it. So we don't necessarily think about all the words that we use on a day-to-day basis. This one has become associated with Philadelphia specifically. And for some Philadelphians, that, that can feel a little problematic when you start to see it on billboards and signboards and T-shirts and hats and cups and all sorts of, you know, products that people are selling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, the sort of the way that these words go, where when something becomes unregistered, people associate it with a particular place. They're very aware of it. And it's one of those things that is above the level of consciousness uh, and, and you start to see everywhere.
0: Okay, so let's back up a little bit. You've done some research on the history of the word John. What can you tell me about its origins?
1: Um, Yeah, so the origin of it, it's fairly clear that the origin of it is from African American English. Now I think people in Philadelphia from all stripes, you know, feel a a sense of ownership of the word John, but its origin definitely very clearly is African American speech in Philadelphia. And... um, Somewhat, maybe surprisingly, uh, somewhat dismayingly for for some folks in Philly, the origin seems pretty clearly like it's related to the word joint, which is used in all sorts of different places. Mm-hmm. Especially in African American English, there's different versions of it in different places. So New York says joint, Philadelphia has jaunt, uh, DC has jaunt. Uh, you know, Memphis has their own thing going on, and the meanings are all slightly different because. Language changes over time and changes right. in different communities, mm-hmm. and the pronunciation has changed slightly from joint. Obviously, so you have this history of language change, where it's something that's very uh, organically local, very Philadelphia, and you know for that reason, I think people uh, are are drawn to it and, and and love it. But at the same time, you know, there's this contested identity about you know its origins come from African American English in Philadelphia. So you may feel some kind of way when somebody says it and they're not, you know, either African American or from Philadelphia um, and they may use it differently. And, and so there's uh, this sort of contested uh, area of constructing identity using shared language or you know, terms that we've all heard but might be using differently from one another.
0: Right. And listeners can't see me, but I am a black woman. And I feel like John was used in everyday language when I grew up. And I didn't think too much of it. But there was a moment when that kind of shifted. And then I heard white people actually started using the word John. And I was like, wait, what? So then it became, like you mentioned, the Philadelphia phenomenon. Do you know when this transition happened?
1: Um, it's It's hard to pinpoint. Um, right. You probably have a better idea than I do. The earliest attestation that we have of something like John in media or in writing is um, hip hop from the 80s. And that's that's the absolute earliest. Mm -hmm. I'm reluctant to say that's the origin. You know, that's only about 40 years. Right. That's that's not a long time. It may have been Mm -hmm. in common currency in Philadelphia earlier than that. uh, But it's not something that we have a, a history of or a record of. And then it just skyrockets. It just, you know, it it completely um, takes off in Philly, uh, definitely in the last, uh, you know, 20 years or so. I mean, I I remember... So I I started my PhD at University of Pennsylvania in um, 2013. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, at that point, drawn was already and registered. You'd go to South Street and buy a T-shirt that said drawn on it in the shape of the the love statue. Mm -hmm. Um, But even then... Uh, it was less so than it is now so you have you know you have movies that that make use of it i'm sure everybody uh, remembers that kind of cropping up in creed that
0: the this john it's a noun
1: okay. it's like
0: a see these is johns this is a john this restaurant is so it is
1: there's this interesting tension because you know philadelphia is historically quite a, a segregated city and still is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very stark when you come to, to Philly from outside, if you're not from someplace that's equally or more segregated. Almost half of the city is using John. And then the other half of the city starts. And so, of course, it can it can engender strong feelings. One of the things that I didn't realize when I first waded into talking about John and studying John and, and especially discussing it publicly is that people have really strong feelings about it on all different sides and so some people like this is for everyone this is philadelphia but we'll use it in a different way and one of the things that people feel very strongly about is that there are certain things that are new uses of john that are either people like this is the way that this word goes and this is great or people are saying that's not how we use that and you're taking something that, you know, that was ours, that's our language and and using it in a, in a different way. And when I say ours, I'm gonna be clear, um, you know, I'm a white guy for those of you who can't see me right now and not from Philadelphia, so I don't mean ours like like mine. Um, I'm speaking, you know, in the 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 we for, uh, for people who grew up using John.
0: Yeah, since you mentioned the, um, this is what I was thinking about while you were speaking. Like John, from people living in Philly, people outside of Philly, you know that John belongs to Philly, but I don't see like joint or the other iteration of joint in DC and people being so hype and like excited about that word. Or maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i just really ignorant into that. But in Philly, it's like, it. there's so much energy and passion behind John. For sure. Why is that?
1: You know, it's kind of a perfect storm in philly because you have something that is really noticeable i mean there's not a lot of words that sound super close to it um it's got such a wide range of meanings because of this history this historical process of opening up uh what it can possibly mean and so it's noticeable it's useful uh and it's very local people outside of philadelphia really don't know it or say it i mean that's changing but in general that's that's pretty much still the case. It's very, very common uh, in, in day-to-day speech. And so it can become this marker of local identity that people are aware of. There's a whole bunch of other things that are uniquely identifying for Philadelphia. There's you know parts of Philadelphia accents, there's other words that Philadelphians use, but they're not above the level of consciousness necessarily. So they notice is there's this word that i'm hearing every day and that people are using they're peppering their speech with and i thought it meant this but then it meant that and then it meant this other thing and oh i can use this now to mean all sorts of stuff and it's something that we we become aware of like i said it becomes this marker of local identity but there's that you know contested area about whose local identity and how it fits into a broader um you know broader accent broader dialect and and it's it's complicated <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a great word to describe it. Because I was thinking, what does this actually mean for communities, for people who've used the word before, like our forefathers, our foremothers? When they came out with John, they probably would <laughs> never have saw this coming.
1: Well, I want to I wanna, uh, add a little bit of nuance to that, because I think you're right. But also, I want to be clear that I don't think there was a, a group of people you know sitting around one day who were are coming up with, what are the new terms we're going to use? Right, right. Like signing uh-huh.
0: the Declaration of Independence. Like, <laughs> this is what drawn will mean. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, you know, it's not, it's not we're going to come up with our Philly words. And, and instead, it, it really looks like, linguistically, it looks like this is part of a process that is a, a normal, natural process that happens, that gives us new words, that gives us um, different accents. And so we can look at this and say, okay, this looks like John, and this looks like Jane, and this looks like all these other words in other places that have a similar range of meanings, but sometimes different. And I mean, this is exactly how we figured out that the Romance languages, you know, were related to Latin, or that we figured out that Latin, Sanskrit, and Greek were all related to a common ancestor. Uh, this is, I- I'm definitely overselling the. <laughs> The historical linguistics of John. But it's <laughs> you can see similar but patterns I get it, where yeah. like Different people in different places have a similar word and it has kind of similar meanings, but slightly different. The difference here is I just want to be clear that because of this, it's probably, I can't say this for sure, but it's probably the product of regular sound change, which is a normal process in language. And that's something that is a lot harder to, to pinpoint you can get this from a very regular way of just slight changes in accent one person says something to another person they say it to another person kids here and pick it up and they change how yeah, they say like it yeah it's
0: like whisper down the lane like exactly. you start off with a message and it's like whoa that was not what i said
1: <laughs> exactly exactly and so you know with john now it's become a little bit more fixed too i mean some of these uh, some of these some words like this are they have a history where it's an oral history And I think that's part of this feeling. It's like this is something that was spoken, that was in one particular community. And now it's become fixed. It's become written. And I think the thing that people really feel the strongest about is not necessarily that other people are using it, but that it's become commodified.
0: Yes, let's talk about that. People making money off of this word. Like, Dr. Jones, it just... Again, I don't, I, I don't understand it. Like, like you mentioned, getting that John T-shirt on South Street, uh, placing John on billboards. It's that idea of ownership over it.
1: Yeah. So, there is this question of commodification, and this is going the way of like Yins in Pittsburgh, or I mean, forget about it in Brooklyn. Like these are things that you just it, it becomes so intrinsically associated with the place, and then so detached from uh, the people that it becomes, uh, you know, John is becoming a, a little bit like a tourist attraction. You know what I mean? Like I totally
0: you agree with come you. to
1: Philly and John is, it, it's what you see in the shops. I mean, it's like, you know, John is, is, um, getting close to like I heart New York territory as far as like, you know, what you see when you go into the t-shirt, you know, camera, whatever the, the, the combined shops on South street and wherever else.
0: Is that a good thing?
1: I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, it, it, it might just be. Um, <laughs> it, it could be, <laughs> it could be, um, I, I don't know. I think it depends on how we all use it and how we all react to it. So, um, for me, uh, I mean, I don't really say John a whole lot because I didn't grow up with it and it's not something that, um, like it doesn't feel like it's really mine. Um, and so other people, they may feel like I really want to indicate that I, you know, somebody in the same shoes as me might say, I want to show my love for Philadelphia. And the way that they do that is by trying to do all things Philly. And, and an easy way of doing that is is adding John to your speech. John this, John that, as, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I like Philly. It gets complicated because we talked about the racial history of Philadelphia and we talked about segregation. We could talk about, you know, the school systems in Philly. And so if you're in love with the language, but not the people who originate it, then things get a little uncomfortable, pretty quickly.
0: You know what's interesting though? Um, My 10 year old son, I asked him, I said, "Uh, so what do you think about the word John? Do you say it? He's like, no, it's for older people. And I was like, what?
1: I was like, oh
0: no. (laughs) So like, do you think that people will get sick of John and move on to a different word?
1: There's two possibilities that I can think of. I mean, there's probably more, uh, but there's two main possibilities that come to mind for me. One is that this is something that linguists call age grading, hmm. which is just that it's stage of life, basically. Like it may be that he's just too young to have anything to talk about, where he's going right. to use John uh, to talk about it. <laughs> uh, the uh, the other is that you know this could be something that was just a particular time in a particular place, and and it you know has its moment and then kind of disappears. I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. It could fade, but I think John is here to stay.
0: Dr. Taylor-Jones is a linguist who studies regional accents in African-American English. Thanks so much for being on CityCast Philly. Thank you. Well, my feelings about John haven't really changed, but it's clear this is going to be an ongoing debate in Philly. So we thought, let's just toss the question out to y'all. We had you leave voicemails answering the question, how do you feel when you see the word John or hear someone say it? Hey, it's Matavia from Fairmount Avenue. I'm okay when regular people use it, but I
1: just just don't like when corporations or companies like use
0: African-American vernacular to like market to us. It's just cringy. I'm Denise Clay Murray and I kind of view John the same way I I view the word woke. If you don't know what it actually means, and you don't know the context you're supposed to use it in, don't use it, all you're going to do is make people mad. Hey, it's Taylor in Brewery Town. To answer the
1: question, how do I feel when I see the word or hear John? Overall,
0: you know, the word is still distinctively silly. And it's very regional, and you know what part of the country that word is from. And it's unmistakably Philly, and I like it.
1: Hi, this is Karen from Fairmount. When I hear the word John, I feel Philly pride, because it's a very unique and
0: unusual linguistic phenomenon. Bye. And here's what else Philly's talking about a Pennsylvania State House Committee approved articles of impeachment against Philly District Attorney Larry Krasner. According to the Inquirer, there will be a full House vote that could come today or later this week. The Republican-controlled committee accuses Krasner, who's a Democrat, of implementing policies that have contributed to a rise in crime in the city and not allowing the committee to investigate his office. Krasner, though, has denied these claims. Now, this is really creative. WHRY reports that Philly poet Lindo Jones, who's also known as Lindo Yes, has installed three gumball machines around the city. But instead of gum or candy or those little small toys, the plastic capsules contain short, original poems and information about mental health. And if you own a food truck and are interested in bringing it down to Love Park in Center City, send in your proposals. The city is hosting a mandatory Zoom meeting tonight. Go to locations.phila.gov for more info and good luck. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. How do you feel about the word, John? Let us know on Twitter at CityCastPhilly. Share this John with a friend. Rate this John. Leave us a review on this John. And subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Okay, so, Xandra, you are the lead producer, but you're from Denver. I need you to say John. <laughs> John? <laughs> no, say not John, but like John. 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 There you go. Okay, did I get it. Now you're from Philly. <laughs> now I'm from
1: Philly.